Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak, Isaiah 22a, Ishayahu 22a. This is Saul Weiner, the host of your podcast. We now continue with the Masa'ot, or the burdens. Until now, Ishayahu has been focusing his attention at different nations around the world. But we should not forget that his audience was in Judah. These prophecies were all delivered as speeches to the people of Judah in Jerusalem. So this Masah that we will study today, this vision or prophecy, but what we have been translating as burdens, he turns his attention, his attention directly to Judah and speaks to them about what is in store for Judah if they don't learn the lessons that Ishayahu is trying to teach. This chapter really gives us the opportunity to more fully describe the foreign policy, so to speak, of Ishayahu. But more than that, it is an opportunity to understand how Ishayahu teaches the nation of Israel should rely on God. How do you defend yourself militarily, and how important is it, or how important it is, that the values of belief and faith in God are to the survival of Israel as an independent nation? So far, all of the advice Ishayahu has given regarding foreign policy have been really twofold. One, not to sign alliances or become subservient to nations that do not believe in God or believe in values of justice and righteousness. And two, do not rely on your own military might, but rely on God, as reliance on your own might is haughty and arrogant. However, this leaves open the question of exactly how must we fight? Does reliance on God mean simply praying and not defending oneself against enemies? What does it mean when he says rely on God? Does it mean that we should be pacifists? In this chapter, we learn that this was unequivocally not what Ishayahu was preaching, but rather Ishayahu was teaching the people of Yehuda the essence of a successful army. Number one, be humble enough to recognize that your deliverance is dependent upon God, not upon yourselves. Number two, do everything you can to prepare for a proper defense. Number three, fight with bravery and do not be cowards. And most importantly, four, in order to fight bravely, in order to be successful, you need to know and understand what values and purpose you are fighting for. In the case of Yehuda, in the case of Judah and the Jewish people, you are fighting for the justice of God. Now that we understand this, we can study and read this uh, chapter. I will be doing the first part of chapter 22, verses 1 through 14. This is the burden of the the valley of vision. Why are you all running up to your rooftops? Yishayahu uses here some painful and biting sarcasm. The people of Jerusalem who think of themselves as living on a mountain high and proud, he calls them a people that live in a valley, people who are really so low and degraded that they look upon the world as if from a valley, a low, low place. Why are you running to the rooftops like cowards? We've seen this before when, when Yishayahu was referencing Moab, as the people being attacked by invading armies are running to the rooftops. In the face of the impending Assyrian attack, 
or in whatever destruction of Jerusalem is being prophesied about in here from the, from the Babylonians or maybe even the Romans. It's not, again, it's not a specific event. He was chastising the people for running to the rooftops to escape and watch in terror instead of going out into the streets to fight. Tishu ot you were so full of noise and tumult before, you were so happy and proud before, but now that the armies are attacking you, your dead aren't even dying from battle. They're not being brave and fighting. Instead, they are dying of starvation. They're dying of fear on the rooftops. All of your officers have run away together in shame. They ran away from the bows and arrows. Everyone who remained behind were captured without even their weapons. As the supposed soldiers and generals that were supposed to protect you just ran far, far away. Alkain Amarti this is what God says figuratively. Don't comfort me. Leave me alone. I am embarrassed and ashamed by their behavior. Don't comfort me about the destruction of my people. For this day in the valley of loneliness, this valley of vision, this was a day of confusion and noise and sadness, a day of screaming and crying upon the mountain, the mountain of Jerusalem, which is acting like a lowly valley. The attacking nations of Elam and Kir, which came together to attack. Elam, they are carrying quivers of arrows with mountain men and riders and the people of Kir with their shield. And your choicest lowlands were filled with chariots and horsemen. They stormed at the gateways of Yehuda. Surrounding the, the valleys surrounding Jerusalem are filled with riders and horses and chariots as they stormed the gates. As they stormed through the gates of Yehuda, they revealed the weakness of Yehuda and took down its veil, its thin veil of supposed strength. And you, God, looked into the weapons, the neshek, that were in the forest house. God saw the weakness of the weapons that Yehuda was fighting with. We will see soon what that weakness truly was. You, in plural this time, referring to the people of Yehuda that Yeshayahu is addressing, you saw the cracks. God saw all the cracks. The people saw all of the cracks in the walls that were placed around the city of David. These walls that looked so powerful were not so powerful at all. While you prepared for the siege, you saw the weakness, even as you collected water to prepare for the siege in the lower pools. And in preparation, you counted all the homes in Jerusalem and took and took them down so in order to use their stones to fortify the wall and make it big and strong. And you made a reservoir between the walls so that place to where the 
old water pool can water can be collected and saved. But what mistake did you make? You did not think during all of these preparations about the Creator and the Maker of all of these things. In other words, the key problem is not that you were preparing for war and defense. The commentators point out that during the time of Hezekiah, they also did very similar preparations and God saved them. So the problem was, with how the people did not think of the purpose of it all. Why are we fighting? What are we defending? All of these actions were appropriate as long as we remember the purpose and remember that we fight because we are the nation that believes in a creator of it all. On the day that God recognized that all of these preparations were being done, in ignorance of God. God declared this should be a time for crying, lamenting, sackcloth, and tearing. What were the people doing? The faithless people? How do we know they were not thinking of God? Because when they were preparing for battle and building the walls and preparing the water, they decided to celebrate slaughtering cattle and sheep for feasts, drinking wine and getting drunk and eating meat. Because tomorrow we die anyway. They had no faith in victory, no confidence in the justice of their cause, no praying, no introspection, no self-improvement, just parties, anticipating suit death. <laughs> this is not the kind of morale that will lead to victory. This is not the kind of morale that God will support in victory. When God saw this behavior, He said to me, He said in my ears, This sin shall never be forgiven you until you die. So says God. This is what the morale of a non-victorious army, a city destined for destruction is like. The problem is that when one does not recognize the purpose and reason and justice of their cause and parties before the impending disaster, then all their preparations are for naught. Then Ishayahu can, can almost almost poke fun at them in a sarcastic way and say, why aren't you fighting? Where's your bravery? Where's your courage? You're running to the rooftops. However, people that realize and recognize why they're fighting and what they're fighting for, those are the ones that will stand up for it. Those are the ones that God will be on their side and help them be victorious. Thank you so much to joining us for this podcast. Looking forward to completing the rest of this chapter with you in the next podcast, 22B.